Hi, everybody. We've had a follow-up question to the Why is Self-Criticism an Ego Trip um, from the 10th of December. Um, hi, Claire. Thank you for doing this so thoughtfully. I listened to the podcast Emptying Times, and yes, I get it. The ego ran the show for so long, it's still protesting against life. When I see my behavior and witness it more and more, I feel the impact it has, and it's terrible. There's no forgiveness in that. It's like watching a car crash over and over again. So are you saying I have to watch the car crash without doing anything about it? I always hope that when I'm aware enough, I can prevent this shameful behavior. I'm desperate for change. Yes. So this is, this is good, isn't it? We've, we're, this now, this question is moving us into, into the realm of behavior and choice and witnessing behavior and essentially where does change come from um and what we can see really is that there's in a way and this is something that we're looking at within our little um reset group at the moment is patterns of behavior so patterns of behavior which are either entirely unconscious, they're, they're so unconscious that they don't even exist as a, um, with, there's not even any aware, there's like literally no awareness of them that they're happening because they're so, um, they're so utterly ingrained really that they're, they're so subconscious there's so much part of the day-to-day -day functioning that they're not even noticed and and for that we could put in all really all of the the functions of the body really um so much of it not noticed so much of it available to be noticed as we get as the presence that we are gets more and more um, unveiled. Um, but largely, there's so much drama going on in the, in the storytelling mind, in the identified mind. There's so much spinning around this idea of myself that, that really... So many of our our behavioral patterns are unobserved. So there's there's a whole area of of behavior patterns that we don't even notice. And then there are behavioral patterns like this listener is pointing out now that are noticed and which um, don't look don't seem to be in alignment with the, the, the healthy, thriving, flourishing system of ourselves or, or anyone else. They, they, don't, they, they seem to impede um, the ability of this mind-brain-body to function, to move around the world, to, to have interactions and relationships and to be productive. Um, and so these behaviors are noticed. They're, they're, the anomaly of them is noticed, and and yet there doesn't seem to be anything we can do about them. And so and so, as this listener says, 
It's like watching a car crash over and over again. Um, and so this in here, we, we would put in addictions, wouldn't we? Um, and habits and um, ways of responding and reacting that are um, knee-jerk and, and seemingly out of control. We'd put in here all of the behavior that the mind is saying, don't do that, don't do that, and yet it's still happening. Or, or even like, the mind isn't even able to in that moment say, don't do that. The mind might be saying, oh, yes, they're terrible. I have to react in this certain way. But then afterwards, there's remorse and there's self-blame and um, regret. But yeah, it still happens. And then there's behavior patterns that are, are increasingly um, obsolete, falling away, that just, that just through, through a greater understanding of what we are, through greater coherence and sanity and alignment, they're just, they just make so little sense. They are so far removed now from current understanding of what we are and of what other people are that these old behaviors are gone. They've just gone. And, and that's really the that's really the process, the sort of spectrum that we move along. So these unconscious behaviors initially, which might, you know, they're sort of running the show, really, aren't they? Without any without even the conscious mind being aware. But they're coming, they're coming from this um this sort of underground belief system of separation and isolation and um and this and this fight for survival this um these terrors and fears this this deep shame and so there's these behaviors coming from there that we're not even aware of and and as we're in this conversation and we're we're talking perhaps about those fears and those shames we're we're sharing them we're understanding the origin of them we're understanding um that there is no free will ultimately that these but the behaviors are programmed in that they're they're what makes sense because of what's believed all these sorts of questions and conversations start to shift the understanding of what we are from that identified separate apparently deciding choosing individual self to the understanding that what we are is consciousness or aliveness intelligence localized in a thought created form and that that form is operating according to what's been learned. And, the, and it's that shift over and over and over again in myriad different ways that starts to firstly make the patterns visible so that they're actually seen. And then, and then when they're seen, when they're witnessed, 
they start to, um, there's a sense of, does this now make sense for what's true? And this is where no self-accountability comes in, that this sort of paradoxical owning of the behavior, because it's happening in this form that the aliveness that we are is associated into with the understanding that there is no ultimate chooser, that it's happening because of a learned system. And, and so, so the question, um, I always hope that when I'm aware enough, I can prevent this shameful behavior. I'm, I'm desperate for change. Are you saying I have to watch the car crash without doing anything about it? No, no. Through this, through no self-accountability, we, we, we take ownership of the impact of our behavior. We recognize the effect it's having. We listen to people telling us what our behavior is creating for them. And there's an accountability for that, which is really, truly, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a maturity to, to, to listen and to be accountable for behavior without, without allowing the mind the relief of self-blame. And this is where it's really interesting because when the mind goes into, I'm a terrible person, I'm horrible, they hate me, I'm never going to be able to have good working relationships or you know, partnerships or whatever, that is a attempt by the identity to reclaim itself, to, to survive again. It's an escape, really, from, from the hard graft of listening to the impact that our behavior is having. And, and so we don't have to keep watching the car crash over and over again because the moment we're able, the moment there's capacity to stay present to what people are telling us, without that you know without that um oh, what's the word um well without without distracting back into self blame and identity and me and pulling up all the drawbridges through through no self accountability it's the end of the car crash if when there's genuine presence that's where change comes from because that's then it's actual feedback into the system. There's, there's diff- something different is learned. And so, so the thing I hoped that when I'm aware enough, I can prevent this shameful behavior. Um, it's not that I prevent it, it's that the dissolution of the idea of a controlling self, a controlling I, allows for allows for fresh learning about the behavior about the impact it has
And that is where change comes from. So I'm desperate for change. It comes from being present to accountability for our actions without without going into that spiral of self-blame. It's really it's it's really interesting this area. It's 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 ultimate maturity to to do this. And it's um you know when when we've when perhaps if our childhood has been um very difficult and and this identity is very fragile it's um the identity is trying so hard to to find stability and it can only find it in in its beliefs about itself and so we really are through this it i mean it's it's a deeply healing process because in our reactions, we see the reactions that were learned as a child that made total sense then, but which are no longer making sense as an adult and then which, in fact, are really causing us problems. So it's, it's, really, it's literally a relearning. Um, and it's not easy, but it's, it's the way through. It's, it's the way that the system aligns itself back to its truth back to back to ultimate peace and um an accountability for itself yeah yes thank you for that great question lots of love to you bye